0: I gotta play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for sixty one on April twenty seven. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh no, I got auto pick. Oh. oh, there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. Oh. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. Divisional round football card sniping, prop betting, live eBay analysis back in the building from negative 30 to zero degrees in Chicago and 50 in and windy in, in Tampa, I'm your host Andy. Got my main man Steve, the eBay Hitman Caladesi. It's all part of the NoOffseason.com Sports Card Network. That's right. We're 100 dedicated to football cards research and selling tips on this channel. Steve, let's dig in. What's going on, man?
1: Oh man, um, you know I don't know how much people have been keeping an eye on eBay, but uh, not just when your team gets ejected, but uh, kind of when the season ends. That's uh, the next big buying window, and it only heats up. As you get closer to the next year so uh, i've been finding a lot of good deals and uh i know i've been sharing some pretty rare stuff in our uh in our auction sniper discord some things that are not necessarily affordable for the average buyer but too cool not to at least share and see uh what's going on
0: you mean the red hot jordan love off of the historic Playoff beatdown of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I don't know how historic that uh, beatdown of the Dallas Cowboys was because <laughs> they, they tend to be a choke job the last five years. Uh, coincidentally, with Mike McCarthy's head coaching tenure, and apparently the Cowboys are bringing them back for another year.
1: <laughs> and uh, how fitting that we just talked about how Jordan Love should be, you know, MVP consideration given how well he's played. Uh, you know, he flatlined in the middle of the season for a bit. And then we have a conversation about a potential MVP candidacy. And what do we see? The man just goes off. Oh, I wow. mean, that threw a couple pick sixes to be fair, but uh, this guy played lights out, no doubt.
0: And he is still the number one selling uh, player right now. Uh, you know, we're tracking the data through our keep a map, you know, He still sold 455 cards within the past 24 hours. You can see Brock Purdy's heating up here, Lamar Jackson. Now you get those teams that were on the first round buys. They're getting into the fold here. And yes, they are quarterbacks. Yes, they are front runners. The 49ers are right now the the odds-on favorite from Vegas to win the Super Bowl, followed by the Baltimore Ravens. And you also have potential MVP awards uh, about to be handed out to maybe Brock Purdy maybe Christian McCaffrey but also Lamar Jackson and then you've got Jordan Love there who's just really taken off this week um, on eBay and I think Joel makes a good point here in the in the chat I want to say what's up to Joel Bush and Messiah is still looking for his boys he cracked me up with that uh, Michael Ham in the house yeah go bucks our bucks made it to the divisional round John Mack ready to dig in filthy what's up man thank you thank you sir yes uh that we'll definitely be talking about the eagles here in a little bit that was that was pretty concerning but golly steve look at these jordan love prices how much they've gone up and the trends i mean they're almost to uh joe burrow type levels
1: yeah yeah no i mean this is uh this is the the type of roller coaster you see when you've got some of the bigger names uh Injured, and their players didn't make the pl- and their team didn't make the playoffs, and then guys that uh, you know were were kind of ascending already, and then they did make the playoffs. So you have like contrasting things going on here. Where you know, uh, does that make love a buy now? I mean, there's probably still a lot of room on some of this stuff, but um, you know, the buy was more than likely sometime in between the beginning of the season and a couple weeks ago. Uh, but I mean, if they go all the way you're going to see uh, prices like you've never seen before, much like when uh, when the Bengals went to the Super
0: Bowl. Oh, man, when the, bank, when the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, that was so lit, man. And it, people never really knew which wide receiver to target on that team. You know, it was like Jamar Chase. Well, it's, the interesting thing is, if you go back, right, Jamar Chase's rookie year was 2021. So he had that kind of, Iconic, or I would call that uh, an infamous, notorious rookie year for just terrible printing quality from Panini, wouldn't you? Or it's like, you know, it's so hard to get PSA 10s on those prisms. If you go look at the Trevor Lawrence data, and, and it's it's like across the board on a lot of guys. I mean, there's a lot of cards from Optic and Prism and sets like that, contender-based contenders. My God, I mean, that have 10 15% uh, raw to PSA 10 conversion rates. I mean and and that's kind of like that across the board if you go over to CGC or BGS you know or uh or SGC your conversion rates are going to be extremely low for 2021 as well so it kind of definitely makes things more challenging and uh and then but then you also have T Higgins and T Higgins actually put up the two touchdowns in the Super Bowl
1: Yeah you know I challenge you look up some PSA 9s um the set is so bad that the nines are a lot, a lot of the nines are off centered and there's just not a lot of tens. So I think that like the grading companies have had to like adjust for the fact that that's a nine (laughs) for that print run. You know what I mean? Uh, Otherwise there may not be many nines and there would be, you know, very little tens, which there already are very little tens, but I mean, I've seen some, just some God awful centering, the silvers included, uh, there's just not not many in 2021, I think, was at least in the last four years, hands down the worst print run for Prism as far as uh, quality control.
0: I'm trying to see here. OK, this is what I wanted to see, Steve. Amon Ross St. Brown Blue Scope Optic PSA 10 is now at a higher trend than Jamar Chase. And I guess that makes sense from like like just a color match perspective. So I was trying to find, you know, a prism that would match for Amon Ra that I could compare we'll to. Some of those. Go,
1: go back up, look at the Optic Hollow. Uh, Amon Ra's way ahead now.
0: Optic, Optic Hollow, one and sixty-six. Ah, yeah, look at that. Down twenty percent for Jamar Chase, up six percent, and I'm looking at a hundred and eighty day trend. So this isn't just. A scope looking at the last month or last week or last couple weeks this is a 6 month lens we're looking at right now and yeah we can see that there has been which is which is interesting because there's so much focus when it comes to wide receivers running backs tight ends really any player that's not a quarterback right in the league that's like a starting player that's good at their position uh that we that we consider like either a wide receiver one or two you know that kind of thing see uh, these guys typically have a lot of focus on their rookie autos and more rare cards because of the average price point of those cards being more in line with what you would see for like an optic hollow of a quarterback, you know? So um, I think a lot of it's, it's kind of determined by uh, a person's budget and a person's like risk tolerance and how much they want to spend on a player and stuff like that. And then of course you know, it's being driven up and down by supply and demand and performance and all the other things that we we factor in when we talk about their hype, you know, Steve. So this is really interesting because Amon Ross St. Brown has never been this high on these type of cards. But a lot of Steve, we were talking about the finishes, right? We were talking about the finishes for the year and we want to go over the rankings uh, and we were looking at the wide receivers and there's Amon Ross St. Brown, number three on the season, the number three highest performing wide receiver on the season. So really good uh, reason for him to have seen that type of change in his cards.
1: Yeah. And, and even if the playoffs were not happening right now, if you just ended the season when it ended uh, you see what he did there, but now, where some of these guys are, you know, now on pause till next year. Uh, he had a game-winning catch, game, game-winning game catch to put it away against the Rams. And uh, Goff just put it on him perfect, came down with it, and that was it. So, uh, you know, some of these guys, like Amon Ra, they're not yet household names, though they should be. And, uh, you know, if you don't have that draft capital or you play for a non- primary team if you will like the lions uh it takes a little longer for your name to get out there and you know we've been beating the drum on this guy for a, a long long time now and it's good to see uh everyone finally coming around on him
0: yeah it looks like uh there's some uh that, that doesn't seem right it's like an anomaly there 344 dollar auction at the beginning of the season
1: uh, maybe maybe some shield bidding but that's actually yeah. a reputable seller so
0: 54 bids, though that sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, 125. I can see, I can see, like, Earth.
1: I can see like close to 200, or who knows? Maybe uh, at the time of the sale, it was the only 10 available on eBay. Who knows? That does play a factor.
0: But if you go back to the mid season dip, look at that 40, 42.25, uh, right there, 42.25, 63, 56, 55. It's like for no real good reason, you know and then 80 and, and actually i recognize the seller shout out shout out to one of our own uh members tap dad hey. our man tony out there nice, i see we got late stick in the house late stick bob uh, uh where where did bush and messiah go where did bush and Masha- messiah go i saw messiah not that long ago i also saw bush leaguers like a week or two ago but i've not seen him in in the chat with uh with the rest of the guys so we'll keep we'll keep the search continues but uh mark speltz what's up man um so steve going back to the uh to the to the matchups now i mean my my texans uh detroit lions pre- bold prediction that when the playoffs start is not looking so crazy anymore man
1: yeah. both both of our plays are still in i said kc detroit and you said texans and uh Detroit, I believe, right?
0: Yes, but we were so wrong about the Cowboys. Although, I remember, I think it was, uh, where did Bush Messiah go? We're, we're calling it in the chat about, you know, the Cowboys choking. I,
1: I I did say I thought it would be closer than most people would think, but that, that's not at all what I had in mind either. I mean, that that was ugly. That, that was, I mean, kudos to the Packers, but a lot of that was, Detroit shooting himself in the feet, you
0: know? So there's definitely uh, plays to be made on this game, and there's definitely injury news around the Ravens. So the biggest injury news that I can think of here, just starting off uh, with Texans-Ravens, is the fact that uh, Mark Andrews has been cleared from IR. I'm not sure how quickly they will rush him back. He did uh, break his ankle pretty significantly there that required surgery. But Isaiah likely has been so good the the thing is, I don't expect him to give Mark Andrews an immediate, you know, huge workload when Isaiah likely has been that good. I expect more of a 50-50. And then I'm also, uh, I saw Zay Flowers is totally off the injury report. So, you know, he's good to go. And that what's interesting, this Ravens team really hasn't played all their starters since, what, week 17 now? You know, so... This is why I was thinking, man, the Texans have been forced and and put up against the burner every time, man, and they've come away with a win executing at a high level. They've had no breaks. uh,
1: This is interesting because you've got like, uh, you know, a longtime hobby darling against the new budding hobby darling for looking at it from a hobby perspective. And then you've also got the narrative of the potential MVP of the NFL against the potential rookie of the year in the NFL. So uh, a lot of different things going on there. And, uh, yeah, pretty exciting. I see Bob said crushing it on Nico. Absolutely, man. He's a guy that will hopefully do some big things in this game. And, you know, I I noticed this on the list earlier when they had this pulled up. I mean, look at what you've got in the top six there, Andy. All quarterbacks, but one man stands out on that list, Mr. Nico Collins.
0: Nico Collins. Yeah. 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 So we're tracking, we're tracking the amount of best offer and buy it now transactions on a daily basis. And so what you're seeing here is the fact that Nico Collins has that combination of 2021 rookie year, like we we're talking about with Jamar Chase and Amon Ra. And then the fact that he was probably You know, there's been many times where Nico has dipped down to just like a fraction of those guys. And he spiked up, you know, a couple times throughout the season. But now that we're in the playoffs and we're he's under the lights, man. And he just went nuclear last week. Uh so yeah, I mean big big time big time increases for Nico Collins all week. Uh so hopefully you didn't haven't lost any. I'm I'm calling myself out here because I seem to have misplaced a Nico Collins rookie ticket auto that's been purchased, and <laughs> it's not good, man. It's just the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing ever. So the, the hunt continues. The hunt continues for this card. I've,
1: I've had that happen before, and look, thankfully I found it, but uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully you find it so you can fulfill the uh the transaction. But speaking of that, um, I'm holding hopes. Nico could see his biggest ceiling yet if they win this week, and uh, I've got some, some pretty scarce ones. I got a—it's not a cracked ice, but I have a, a rookie ticket out of 23, auto of Nico that I've been holding, holding, holding. So I'm holding. I'm hoping they win this week, and I'll move it. If not, I'm going to save it for the preseason. But uh, that—that's my big one that I'm hanging on to. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um <laughs> Derek's saying there's a few months when I was on Mechie over. That wasn't I wouldn't. You really would think that I was on Mechie over Nico. Uh, the reason why I was on you well, you guys know I was on Mechie because of the whole storyline. And Andy was Andy he was really he was cheap
1: at the time. Yeah, he
0: was he was cheap at the storyline. Uh, but he is not, you know, and the fact that he went to Alabama and everything. And I I, I was thinking that you know for a while there. The Texans were rumored to try and move up in the draft to draft Bryce Young. And I think they were trying to do that for a little while. So, I mean, boy, aren't they glad that they did not do something crazy to get Bryce Young and uh, instead now have what is likely to be the offensive rookie of the year. But at the same time, Steve, where are we ranking C.J. Stroud amongst all quarterbacks in the league? I think we've got to put C.J. Stroud in it, in the, probably the top five to seven quarterbacks in the NFL, not, not just rookies or second-year quarterback. I mean, I'm talking the entire league.
1: No, I would agree. I would agree. Top, top seven for sure. We'd actually have to lay it out and, and see the lay of the land, but I would definitely agree with that.
0: I mean, if we look at, uh, you know, the, the fantasy finishes we've got, uh, he's at number 11 on PFFs, uh, total finishes. And that's with missing the two, Well, actually it was a concussion earlier in the season too. So he missed one, three weeks and still is a, uh, a QB one in terms of fantasy. So a top 12 QB, um, and but in but, in terms of winning, like obviously you're putting ahead of Trevor Lawrence Tua, which meant an untimely demise at the end of the season. Uh, um, although I will say, Steve, Tua, no concussions this year. No, everybody was so concerned about Tua's season being uh, or his career being over for that matter, because of another concussion. but how many times did we see TuA this year hang in the pocket? make throws, he took some hits, and he was fine. I mean, so,
1: uh, wild. Not not to mention lead the league in passing yards.
0: Yeah, not to mention. So I think Tua is quite fine long-term. Carter has soured on him quite a bit, and I think actually Tua makes for an interesting buy right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that team's going to be good for a while. He's obviously good. They had a lot of injuries down the stretch. You know, Waddle was hurt and then uh, running backs were taking turns being hurt. So, you know, there's a lot to hang on that. And, of course, they did. Yeah, they did fizzle down the stretch. But, you know, with playoff football, it's about getting hot at the right time. And, unfortunately, they got cold uh, at the right time. So, you know, that's the thing. is I, I don't get – and maybe it's just like there's just some guys some people will never like. And maybe that's Tua for certain people. But – if you put the raw numbers up him and another guy that's a top QB and you take the names away, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to differentiate, you know, he's, he's, he's in the spot he's in for a reason. And, uh, you know, you don't just lead the league in passing and, uh, and just go away.
0: Yeah. And I, I've got to think that now that he's been eliminated from the playoffs, um, I mean, they got they got beat down pretty good by the Chiefs. I mean, I get it was cold and frigid temperatures, but it's it seemed kind of predictable outcome. I I could kind of like see the way the game was going to unfold as soon as it started, you know. And it was just one of those things where I think they, they I mean, they lost how many of their they lost Bradley Chubb and like two of their other starting edge rushers. They lost like two of their line starting linebackers. One of their primary uh, secondary uh, was Xavier Howard, and then Javon Holland was like injured. I mean, it was they were just decimated with injuries on defense. Couldn't get after Patrick Mahomes for anything, and um, the uh, Legarius Sneed man, he's he's a, a, he is a good defensive back for the Chiefs. Man, he shut down Tyreek Hill a couple times. So um, yeah. I, would, I don't know if you had any other reactions to that game. It just seemed like it was untimely. And I think a lot of people are sou- going to sour on Tua for um, not the greatest reasons.
1: You know, a lot of people during the season, you know, not that Mahomes had a bad year, but a, a lot of people talked about how, you know, the defense got them where they were this year. And there's definitely some truth to that. But what, what you don't really talk about in that conversation is in the last two, three years, most of those upgrades on defense were all guys they drafted. you know. I know not a lot of people go by defensive guys in the hobby. There's definitely some that do, myself included. Uh, But, yeah, man, guys like George Karloftis, Legereus Sneed, like you said, they have a lot of guys they picked up uh, in the past couple years, that Nick Bolton, that are phenomenal. And basically the reason they're as good as they are, Mahomes doesn't have to run the whole show, you know.
0: Bob says he's buying some Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary has been the life of the Texans' backfield, man. It almost seems like they forgot all about Damian Pierce. Um, Damian Pierce, man, a really, really bad run this year. And uh, unfortunate, because I was a Damian Pierce fan, him coming from Florida uh, and the way he, he played in his rookie season and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah um... It's really weird. And I'm actually wondering if the overusage, we talk about running back overusage and what the effect that typically has on the following year. I mean, they were bad last year and the only bright spot on that team was him, but he was touching the ball like 30 plus times a game in some cases. So uh, maybe, maybe he'll bounce back after a little bit of downtime, but I mean, they ran that man into the ground. Yeah, the O-line was bad, too, for sure. So who knows? Uh, I I don't think he's completely awash, but obviously he's not a guy that no one's rushing out to buy at the moment.
0: Yeah, and Joel, Joel, uh, our our resident Texans fan, said the O-line was bad this year, hurt all season. Uh, Good to see Chad, man. Look at Chad in the house. Uh, Good to see you, Chad. You
1: know, it's interesting you brought up uh, Singletary. I had a conversation with Derek and some other people uh, about, you know, potential free agency, guys that are going to be free agents next year. I know there's two big running backs, Andy, in Derek Henry and Saquon Barkley. And uh, I think that they both fit the mold. And Houston has a lot, a lot of money to spend. Uh, I could see them, but probably Saquon, Uh, especially if houston goes they've already made it this far they may just be like a couple components short of going the distance here i could see them doing that and having like a really elite run game
0: that would be interesting you mentioned uh you mentioned derrick henry and saquon which would be two uh big time big time running back changes i do think derrick henry changes team steve uh saquon i feel like saquon's gonna have find a way to take some kind of team friendly deal and stay with the Giants. It's kind of my feels, uh, a guy plays with a lot of heart. I think he's got an incredible work ethic, but it seems like he kind of, um, he, he was one of the first guys last year in free agency, if you remember, or that I remember coming to terms with not a suboptimal contract and getting the franchise tag again, and uh, I just feel like Saquon ends up staying in New York, but I think Derrick Henry leaves. Um, that's just kind of my my take on it, Steve.
1: True. I mean, there's definitely some guys that take intangibles over uh, bottom line dollars, but um, if if money does become a deciding factor, uh, there's only one other team with more money to spend than them, and that's Washington. So.
0: They got a ton of money to spend, ton of money. I was actually pulling up Derrick Henry's cards uh, to find out that I mean they really haven't dipped. I mean this guy is still like a premium case running back in the in the hobby. I mean I get it's um, 2016 rookie cards, so you know you got a little bit more scarcity there. Low low PSA 10 conversion rate on his Prism Silver. But still at over $100, 150 average. I mean, that's pretty nice, man.
1: I was watching a rookie ticket auto the other night. And I'll tell you what. Um, I've seen personally seen on eBay more watchers on certain types of cards lately. Than even during the year or the beginning of the year, the card had uh, ninety-nine watchers that I saw. It could have been higher at the uh, the last second, but when it went over a certain dollar amount, I kind of kind of tuned out on it. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's an iconic card of a guy that's going to be remembered as one of the best to play the position in our generation.
0: Are are you talking about um, the Travis Kelsey card?
1: Oh, I was Are talking you? about the uh, Henry rookie ticket auto. It ended yesterday. Oh, the,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I thought you were, but then I saw I saw Chad's comment in no, the live I, chat. So
1: I, I saw that it, interview. I actually sent it to you earlier.
0: It was your and your comment was like coincidentally right in line with what Travis Kelsey said about that that rookie card. You know, it's an iconic card. The tw- the 2013 Tops uh, Under Armour and uh yeah it's hilarious because he hates it um which makes it i think just that much better of a card to actually own <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, like that, yeah. that is the card to own of his <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's it is what it is man it's already it's already there and uh, it's probably one of his most recognizable cards so
0: hey and it doesn't he doesn't have to autograph it anymore i'll make way more money if i somehow get taylor swift to autograph that card <laughs>
1: <laughs> chad just said the same thing
0: if i get her to kiss it or something you know i get the get the lipstick on there just I bet wait
1: for break up first and she'll she'll potentially do it as like a revenge thing
0: so so is there any shot that the texans have to beat the ravens this weekend i mean we're talking about you know what they're going to do in free agency and uh their draft capital their free cap space and all that kind of good stuff um here they are in the divisional round. I mean, the Texans just miracle story right now. you think they have any shot here against the Ravens elite defense?
1: Man, I'll tell you what there's there's a huge difference between pick and playoff games and uh, and regular season games. and a, as you've seen the past week and a half, two weeks here, these are anybody can win and the most unexpected things can happen. but I think the Ravens D is just too good to get blown out. I think this thing is just a really close game. So the spreads are are favorable. I think the Texans spread is even pretty nice, nine and a half, uh, in what could be a pretty close game, you know, offensive juggernaut against the defensive and pretty much offensive juggernaut. So I think the Ravens win in a close game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's – the thing is um, the Texans – Still remain pretty beat up along the defensive line. Five defensive tackles or defensive end missing practice this week through Wednesday. It's also important to note that Noah Brown uh, was placed on injured reserve and will miss the rest of their uh, playoff run. So I think that's like, you know, a notable loss. And so, I mean, a lot of targets are going to get consolidated to Nico Collins. You may see Brevin Jordan once again getting some targets again, uh, and, and Dalton Schultz as well. I mean, they're kind of down to those, those guys as being their top pass catchers in the offense, um, with everybody else out. So yeah. And, and the, um, the Ravens defense is pretty much healthy, except for maybe Marlon Humphrey, uh, with a calf who's yet to practice this week as of uh yesterday maybe maybe he's back today i'm not quite sure um and otherwise i mean they're getting guys back like we said they're getting mark andrews back they're getting devin duvernay back that may play some time so yeah man this is going to be a really tough match for for houston
1: yeah um it's, it's really hard to say but i think that uh you know there's definitely something to be said about missing a week or having a buy, like it does stale teams a little bit so i think that the ravens will be a little rusty but uh i think they're too 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 good to lose uh right now and i think it'll take uh take a bigger team to knock them out
0: what about the packers who are also an unlikely divisional round playoff contender here going to san fran play the 49ers I don't look. Doesn't look like there's a ton of of in injury practice participation information out of Green Bay as they didn't practice Tuesday. They held a walkthrough Wednesday, uh, except for AJ Dillon uh, DMP the first two practices. But is that really a big deal with Aaron Jones going off uh, against the Cowboys? You know, over five yards per carry, three touchdowns.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, you know it just goes to show you people are quick to assume it's the. Uh... You know, that dredged uh, age for running backs, uh, in which case in some guys it just isn't. I mean, in his case, he was just dealing with an injury all year. And uh, he's obviously still got it. He'll probably still have it for another, you know, two, three years. But um, I saw him on your top ten list, Andy. I mean, how could he not be? The dude ran absolutely mad.
0: Oh, in, in terms of eBay volume? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was on the top 10 list. And see, that's the thing with Aaron Jones. He's now, like, if you see, he's falling down quite a bit And because we're tracking uh 24-hour increments. So if we filter here by Green Bay... By the way, guys, if you want access to this app, uh, just check out footballcardquest.com. Go premium. All of our membership tiers of our premium membership come with access to this app. So you get this, check track your collection, you can do all the compare features through here and it tracks all the graded football card sales through ebay plus now we're tracking the daily um best offer and buy it now sold results through ebay as well and you can see that um yeah aaron jones has fallen all the way down i mean he's only had two cards sell within the last 24 hours buy it now our best offer accepted and that's probably just because there's more scarcity look he's only got 320 different rookie cards steve so we're also tracking the information from TCDB or TradingCardDatabase.com to tell you basically how many different rookie cards a player's been printed in. It's not necessarily saying print run, but we're telling you how many parallels, how many inserts do they have, how many how many base cards, and how many sets were they printed in. This is giving you an idea of basically, you know, each one of these cards could have their own print run, um, and a lot of them do. Like you know, not all of them are going to be one of ones. There's a lot of cards that are more common, right? So in general, the guys with a higher number of different rookie cards are going to have a higher uh, availability per se on eBay. So you can see the difference there in like Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs uh, from the 2022 draft class compared to Jaden Reed 2023. All his sets aren't out yet, but then Aaron Jones, who's also – uh, very little draft capital with Aaron Jones, or he may have been undrafted for agent. I can't quite remember, but I know he was taken late in the draft. So he's only got 320 different rookie cards. And That's I think sick. that plays a big role into it too, Steve. He's printed an optic though. He's printed, Yeah. But, but no rated rookie logo. True. But so, so yeah, I think that plays a big role. Cause I think people look at that and they're like, wow, well, I'd rather have prism. If there's no rated rookie logo, wouldn't you just rather have Prism?
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
0: Wicks. Don Tavid, Wicks. this week. Yeah, he's got he's got uh, uh a, a few amounts as well with only eight hundred and forty seven. In fact, Luke Musgrave, the tight end's printed a lot more than him, twelve hundred and ninety
1: one. How about Musgrave coming back from that kidney injury, man? Good for him. Uh, coming back and getting healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. So do you think they have any shot here against the 49ers? They're effectively at full health after their postseason bye.
1: They definitely have a shot. I think this is uh, another similar situation to the, the previous game where it'll most likely be pretty close, but uh, I, I don't think this week I'm I'm going with any – not not none, but not any dogs. Not because of the uh, the uh, the way the money lines shape up. I I may take a couple of underdogs just to hedge my bets a bit, but um, I think more than likely the Niners advance.
0: And for comparison, you can see Christian McCaffrey with two thousand twenty eight different rookie cards. So literally about seven times more than. Aaron Jones and yet Christian McCaffrey still at 26 best offer to buy it now sold in the last uh, day. And so a lot of a lot of people think Christian McCaffrey should win the actual MVP this year, Steve. You think it's gonna be Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, Lamar? Who do you think is gonna get it?
1: It would be kind of nice to see a positional player get it it would be nice to see a positional player i mean that he is leaps and bounds better than uh anyone else at, at their position right now so it'd be a shame if he didn't win it but you know just about everyone on that list has a guy uh, has a, a legitimate uh case for the award i mean i agree with joel i think that uh you know the the community and the uh the coaches and the, the broadcasters they, they like. Lamar uh you know not just for MVP but they just like him as that style of play as, as his uh as him as a person so I think that that has a little bit of an edge and plus he's a quarterback so I think that he probably gets it but I mentioned it a few weeks ago I I, I wish they would have like a QB non-QB MVP cuz it's almost unfair to anyone that's not a quarterback as far as winning the award
0: Yeah yeah, it's it's pretty yeah, I I agree, man. I agree. And and the thing is a quarterback position is so important to the to any sport, but especially football. It's and you compare it to other sports, it's like the quarterback's like yeah, 10 times more important than any other position in any other sport because of how many times they touch the ball and how every single play's got to run through them, you know? So, it's uh it's it's almost like, well, I mean, <laughs> Is nothing that Chris McCaffrey could really do to compete with the quarterbacks, um, and and he's done quite a bit this year. So it would be nice. To, I'm looking at this Silver Prism rookie ticket auto December 13th for CMC that went for 158. That's so and nice. then you fast forward to Christmas, and I'm uh, I'm seeing one that's going for 355, 230 on Christmas Eve, 355 on Christmas. 2.30 the day after, I mean, qu- quite the the variance there, but that was the last, I mean, that shot up like crazy. And then there really hasn't been another one sold since then because the rookie autos for Christian McCaffrey. Well, are, it, are there was rare. a game on
1: Christmas. That's why the price shot up like it did. Remember they played on oh, Christmas? Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. That's right. So That was a well time. When,
1: when we talk about having your card end during the game or – Or towards the end of the game, that's why. Look at that. (laughs) Look at that price difference.
0: Yeah, man. That's a good point. That's a good point. I was actually gonna, I'm curious to see between Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry at this point. Um, I gotta think that at this point, Christian McCaffrey's on a better career arc, you know, even though he dealt with some some injuries and it looked like he was gonna fall off the off the tracks, man. It looks like he was gonna fizzle out there for a small time period but and that that would have been the best ultimate like time to buy right right before he was traded to san fran and obviously now he's just i mean look at that 255 dollar uh prism psa 10 i mean that's and and his his rookie card variation is probably what an extra five six hundred over derrick henry
1: yeah don't forget that people considered him, uh, you know, injury prone and washed and, you know, and all this other stuff uh, when he got traded and he was actually being looked at as like a guy that you shouldn't draft in fantasy anymore, you know? And, uh, you know, now it's kind of flipped where, you know, Derrick Henry still got it, but he's shown some signs of slowing down. He's a little bit older. Um, McCaffrey obviously is MVP candidate. He's a little bit younger. He's still in the playoff uh, race. He's going for a Super Bowl. So, yeah, it, the, the value's uh, justified. And, you know, I think he's definitely got a few more years left. And if they keep that that core together, that team's going to be uh, hard to beat for a long time.
0: They really are, man. They really are. I, I think they win this game. You know, I, I just don't see... Them pl- I don't see I don't see them cracking at all in the seams uh, at home here man it's just mm, too too well coached too you know Kyle Shanahan I, I just don't I don't see they got a lot of experience I, I know Brock Purdy at, at points this season has just totally self destructed I don't think this is one of those times I think they've had plenty of time for preparation and uh, I think this is where where the uh, where the train stops for the Packers. But I, I'll definitely be betting on Christian McCaffrey overs in this game.
1: Yeah, do they got him on there
0: yet? Yeah, let me see. Sam Fran. Here we go. Ayuk, Samuel. Here we All go. Right. Chris, yeah, got a ton of them. Ton of them. UnderdogFantasy.com promo code Quest gets you that hundred percent instant deposit bonus. Steve, what are we feeling here? We got a lot of props on
1: 129. Good lord, dude. It's
0: a big number, man. It's a big number, but we, we gotta think that uh you know the Packers <laughs> aren't the, the best run defense. I mean you can run on them. You can run on them. You can throw on them. You can I mean this this game should get interesting uh if if Jordan Love can continue playing the way he's playing continue making some of those throws he was making i don't know what the weather's going to be like here in san fran but uh maybe okay i mean i'm not i mean with the, the line is 50.5 50.5 is a massive line i don't think we're expecting too many weather concerns wish messiah was out there in the chat to confirm i know derek would love to talk to him
1: <laughs> well let's while you're looking at that let me consult the old weather guide here for uh is that a Saturday or Sunday game? We,
0: there? we would have heard something about it. It's a it's a Saturday night game. All right, let's so see. we we would have heard something about it. So I think uh, we're good.
1: I know Buffalo's looking at some serious nonsense again here. All right, so fifty nine with a small chance of rain, basically. So no big deal.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not... Normal
1: spring weather for most states.
0: I think this 32.5, Steve, receiving yards may may be our line right there.
1: I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. Ayuk with a tutty. He's got a spicy pepper on
0: there. Ayuk with the touchdown. Got to go for it. Uh, Brock Purdy, he's got a, he's got a fumbled chili pepper. Two and a half X. Two and a half X. If he fumbles.
1: 265 passing yards. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's pretty low. It's pretty low.
1: I was going to say he hasn't hit that in a while though.
0: Right there at it. Right there at it, man.
1: Hell, he didn't hit it against Washington. I think, yeah. think,
0: we could do the rivals too. We could pick uh, Jordan Love to outpass Brock Purdy plus 15 and a half yard adjustment. So that's an interesting one you could add. So,
1: yeah, we've, we haven't, we I don't think we've uh, done any of that so that's pretty cool.
0: And and we've basically added that to the slip we already had going. So it's basically I just need Jordan Love to outpass Brock Purdy by 15 and a half um yards more than Brock Purdy. I'll take that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, um, especially if you know Pur- Purdy looks like he's kind of been stumbling the past few weeks. I know he got Shooking up in that Christmas game and good old Sammy D had to come in, but uh I can see them, especially if they can't stop McCaffrey, I can see them just running it down their throats most of the time.
0: And you got 18 and a half receiving yards for Aaron Jones. They really only won that one dump off, but they didn't need to, man. They're going to be bringing the heat. I, you know, another about, line. About of the, the, um, yeah.
1: the 90 and a half. Receiving and rushing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, a pretty or, safe. Or hell, play. even just
1: the rushing, 67 and a
0: half. Yeah, 67 and a half. 16 and a half. 16 and a half attempts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just going to be game script. Uh, the, it's
1: got to be that rushing yard total, man. He's just been all over that. And you know the Niners' D is is really really good, but we've seen some games this year where they've just given up a lot of yards. You know.
0: Okay. And and they uh,
1: we topping it off with uh,
0: Romeo Dobbs you touchdown. Know, it's really
1: hard to pick out of these Green Bay receivers. They've been really spreading it around. What about Dobbs? I mean, he had like a hundred yards in the first half
0: yeah he did and so i i think you know my thought process around that is the game script the game plan is going to shift this week so instead of
1: for musgrave that's not bad and that's so got of, a better uh, edge to it
0: yeah i mean that's a that's a three just for the re-
1: look at the receptions uh you got a multiplier on just the receptions
0: for two and a half
1: and he and he just is coming back from that kidney injury, so he's his role should only grow.
0: Let's do it. I like that one. It's not it's fragile, but it's not as fragile as the touch uh, the touchdown. Let's
1: get. Some I like cash. it. Let's do it. Let's get some cash. Boom. Play
0: for two fifty six twenty. We're only betting ten bucks, guys. You can sign up for as little as ten dollars on Underdog Fantasy with promo code quest and they'll give you a free $10 and you can make the play with us or change your, change your picks and make a different play. But I I like that. I like that slip right there, Steve. So um, Luke Musgrave's a, a rookie too. So, uh, you know, he's going to have a a brand new prism set, you know, out on the market. What's been your,
1: I got a cool factoid for you. Since we're yeah. talking Green, Green Bay tight ends, uh, I know that you're a fan of uh, AJ Dillon and Dillon's deals. Yeah. So I don't know if you follow uh, his page recently, but he was putting together a rainbow of Tyler Croft, who's the other tight end.
0: Yeah. Tucker Croft.
1: At Tucker Croft. Um, and he finally got it. It took him two weeks, but he put out like, hey, if anyone sees this, this, and this card, let me know. And you know the word got around and it took him only 2 weeks to get the the full rainbow and uh he's getting the entire rainbow signed by him and sending it to PSA.
0: Oh nice.
1: So that's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I saw him, I saw him cracking a slab on his thing earlier.
1: Yeah, it was a 10 it was a 10 of like the the 1 of 5 or the 101, I can't remember.
0: Kendra, which one are we
1: looking for here?
0: A lot, a lot of hunting. I'm not even filtered down. I was just looking to see uh, what we had on tap for. uh, There you go. For Prism, uh, 2023 Prism. What's been your, your major takeaway from uh 2023 prism what do you think about it
1: um i like it um it's you know I, I, one thing i like is consistency oh, look at that gold lamar uh and i think what they have is uh a really good set of numbered parallels that are uh, easily recognizable some of the colored parallels like that green pulsar or you got the purple pulsar or whatever uh you definitely have a lot going in that everyone loves the discos the lasers those are all sweet the that orange out of 249 is easily recognizable if you just held it up most people would know what print run that is um yeah Joel said it quality control way better I I've seen a handful of breaks and I don't think I've seen very many OC off-center cards or print line cards or um, Any of the stuff that we've been really complaining about for the past two years so i think the last time it was this good was probably 2020 and uh, it could even be better we haven't seen enough product opened yet to know but it seems like it could be the best as far as quality control goes
0: uh joel says would you rather have a silver prism auto no serial number or an optic hollow out of 125 on card auto
1: uh, I'm an optic guy man i'm an optic guy
0: for sure. yeah i like the optic hollow out of 125 on card auto i'm gonna i'm gonna go with that one as well however the silver prism auto is like a gold standard man in the hobby super liquid incredibly popular i mean just always always in demand like it's gonna have such good long term but i think the optic hollow out of 125 does as well and you have known scarcity printed on the card, which is always nice with the silver finish in, in this case, too. So
1: I think if you're buying to resell, I think that uh, in this case, because of the it being at a 125 instead of a lower number, the silver uh, probably, especially for a quarterback, if you looked at like the price of the Jalen Hurts or the Tua, from like even a year or two ago is exponentially higher, so I I, I do think that people gravitate towards that first. there's like the one A, and the optic is like the one B. But me personally, I I'm a huge huge optic guy. I love optic.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited for that release uh later on. You know, it's
1: the only thing that's sad for me is you know all the times these new products come out, Andy. They're so so pricey for uh for even a blast or and the singles are the guys you like you know you know I've been riding the Puka train since the season started and uh I wouldn't dare pay these prices right now. I, I would love to have a, a nice puka silver or something like that, but I'm gonna wait till the till the flames calm a little bit.
0: Yeah man everybody is buying uh 2023 prism a lot of people are especially specific players like cj stroud and jameer gibbs sam laporta i mean big time jaden reed even putting up a goose egg last week i mean ton of people were all over his cards so i mean there's a there's honestly there's quite a few players from the 2020 class people are on there's only a few uh sleepers that are really going under the radar and um Uh, one of them, I I don't know. What do you think about the Buccaneers at the lions here? And I like our, I like our young guy, Trey Palmer. Uh, I think he's a interesting sleeper rookie wide receiver there. He, uh,
1: he absolutely cooked the, the secondary for that long touchdown there. And, uh, that shows a lot of promise, although the tackling was a bit suspect, but, uh, (laughs) You know, especially with the question mark around Mike Evans coming back next year, that's uh, a good sign, Uh, you know, if Evans doesn't come back, that you've got a guy that could be, uh, you know, someone to fill his shoes, if you will. But I will say this. um, I am a bit upset because the Lions played the Rams, a team that I really wanted to go deep into the playoffs week one, and then they played the Buccaneers the next week. So – Uh, again, only one team can win, but, um, I don't think I'll be truly heartbroken either way. I really want both of these teams to go all the way. Uh, so whichever one of these from the NFC wins, I'll be rooting for them the rest of the way.
0: Right on, man. Yeah. Um, man, uh, we, we, I mean, filthy, he he called it against the Eagles. Eagles totally (laughs) fell (laughs) apart. I I think I think that um, they should fire Nick Sirianni. That's just my my opinion. I don't know, man. This this Eagles team is dysfunctional. Sorry to uh, Jason Kelsey who had to retire off of that. <laughs> but, Although he's uh,
1: not retired, he did say that uh, he made uh, there was an emotional statement that got heard and uh, and spoken about, but he is not yet retired. So just so everyone knows,
0: really well. I know from watching the documentary and everything, the beating that his his body has taken for so long. I mean, he's he's getting up there in age, and I know he's got little kids and stuff, so I just thought it would be... I know he wants uh, to keep competing, uh, but uh, I thought he would have been hanging it up after this season.
1: Whatever their whatever their problem is over there, you could call it the, the Shane Steichen effect, whatever it is. Uh, they definitely... Whatever they had going the first seven, eight weeks of the season disappeared, whatever that was. I mean, you looked like you you had, uh, you know, A.J. Brown looking like the MVP of the league. You know, Hurts looking like uh, top two, top three QB in the league. That offense looked unstoppable. That defense looked unstoppable. Then all of a sudden, both sides of the ball sucked, like almost overnight. So uh, I don't know what it is. I don't think that they're you don't need to break the team up or do anything ridiculous like that. But there's obviously some leadership issues and possibly some coordinator issues, whatever those are. So hopefully they can get that stuff ironed out and, uh, and get it going again. Cause they're, they're too good to be that bad, you know?
0: I agree. Yeah, man. It's, it's bad. It's bad. And I want to buy into Jalen hurts and I'm like, man, Devonta Smith has been injured. He's probably had pretty good lo- levels now, but I'm like, it's going to take even more next year for all their hype to get back up and for them to actually go up, you know, and become super demanded again. It's going to take a really hot start and I'm, I'm nervous. Like, I'm a little bit, mo- way more concerned about buying into the Eagles players now than I ever have before.
1: Yeah, and that is exactly how uh, you know, price swings happen. You know, when uh, people give up on guys, the prices tank, and and one of two things happen. You know, they stay in the dumps, or uh, you know, they get back to form. And people who bought in and believed uh, prosper. You know, and you're seeing that with Mayfield. You're seeing that with Golf. You're seeing that with uh, you know a lot of players around the league right now, but uh, especially ones that have. High draft capital at the quarterback position. Mm.
0: Trey Trey Palmer didn't get uh, printed in the in prism. It looks like, but uh, uh, Bush Bush and Messiah said that this is. Uh, <laughs> he said he heard this about Russell Gage for a few years. <laughs> so he's telling me to calm down. Look, Trey Palmer's a lot faster than Russell Gage, but also he's drafted by the Bucks, so. Um, yeah, man, Russell Gage totally flamed out. He got a little paycheck from the Bucks and then just brr. yep, fizzled real quick. Yeah,
1: but man, this is gonna be, I think this will be a banger, man. I think this would be a good game. And yeah, it uh, should be
0: 49 point.
1: Everyone that kind of was hit or miss week to week on the Bucks defense, guys that you and I both know are good, guys that aren't household names, Antoine Winfield, Vita Vea. Joe Treyon shrink, uh, uh, um, even Shaq Barrett. I mean, he had some massive plays this past week and just looked incredible. So I think that, uh, if they can all be on the same page. A lot of good things can happen. Uh, and we mentioned earlier about off season free agents and, uh, Antoine Winfield's the guy that bucks need to make a big offer for to keep around because he's been already mm. linked to a lot of other teams
0: yeah, we need to keep him for sure as a big p- part of our defense. Yeah,
1: and he's only, what, 24?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not, he's not very old. Final uh, game, Steve. Uh, divisional round. Chiefs, Bills, 45.5 point total here. We got another uh, Buffalo game. Another sub-zero
1: crap weather game. Uh,
0: Yeah, the Chiefs are uh, used to it now, though, after this past week.
1: You know, here's what I don't understand is uh, I I see this argued every year, and I've seen it argued for baseball as well as football. And um, to some degree, I agree, and to some degree, I disagree. I I think that there should be a point in time where – you should need to have, like, a retractable roof uh, on your stadium because, like, there's a cutoff point where it's, like, it's not even humane to be playing, like, in the 20 below, 30 below weather. Like, it actually has a massive impact on, like, the quality of the game for the players and the fans. You know what I mean? You know, people want to see, like, an even playing field football game, and it's like, hey, look, here's a game and a playing field that's completely different than you've played on the entire season and your whole season depends on it go have fun you know so um i do think that like you know weather's cool and it should be a factor in the game yada yada yada. but there is obviously extremes that you know shouldn't be a factor in the game and uh cold of that magnitude shouldn't be either
0: so what you're saying is we shouldn't bet overs in the uh cheese bills game <laughs> although you know- If there's two teams that are used to playing in this crap, it's
1: definitely them. So I don't think it'll affect uh, anything too, too much. And, uh, you know, hopefully if Josh Allen takes off running, someone just takes his head off this time instead of letting them run right past. So uh, I'm sure you saw that uh, controversial play there.
0: Yeah, where he stutter stepped or started to do real quick like he was going to slide and then take off
1: here's the thing though and this is enti- I, I put this entirely on the defense if a quarterback slides you can still two hand touch them to the ground right and in fact you should that's that's taught at the basic level of peewee football uh but to just put your hands down and let them run by because you assume they're gonna slide that's not pro man that's not even uh, high school football so that's that's bad on them Dolphins want to stay warm get home field. Yeah, but yeah, but playing in 80-90 degree weather is like acceptable. Like that's it's not inhumane to be playing in that. You don't need to you know, put on layers or have heaters on on the sidelines or anything crazy like that. So, like if you stand out in 80 degree weather? Uh, you know, you don't get frostbite and die after 5 minutes, you know.
0: So, who do you think is going to win, Steve?
1: I think uh KC's gonna win. KC. Mahomes living the dream, man. He gets his first playoff run as a away team competitor, and I think that it doesn't matter to him. I think he wins anyway.
0: We need to get some of uh Derek's Henry uh Derek Derek's Der- <laughs> dude is <laughs> my brain is just I'm so tired right now. Yeah, it right. It's all right, man. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say we need to get some of Derek's chimneys, his fireplaces installed in these stadiums up up in the northeast where it's so cold, man. Surround we, the right, field
1: with them and keep them warm.
0: around the field, yeah, to keep these players warm, keep the <laughs> field warmed up. Um, Nolan, Nolan Paul comes in with a comment. Um, if Herbert had the season Tua had Herbert's prices would be through the roof steve what do you think about this
1: Uh, mostly true and here's the thing is herbert was having the season two ahead before he got hurt pretty similar numbers uh before he got hurt but it wasn't reflected in the market because of the team record you know keenan allen was having a career season uh you know the whole team was was doing well in the passing game but They couldn't run the ball to save their life. They couldn't play defense to save their life, except for a few games where they had like nine sacks. But, uh, you know, that just goes to show you the effects of an injury on a player or if there's any doubt at all on a player, plus also the record, which is why market size, uh, you know, playoff potential and all these things are such big factors in predicting a card's value the following season or even the following week.
0: Has there but been yeah, any movement in, Herbert,
1: in the- I agree with Nolan. And another aspect, which is why I've been buying Herbert and I've been buying mm-hmm. Tua. In fact, all the twenty twenty QBs have been a buy all year because their prices have tanked due to injuries. And Tua's have not really gotten up there till, till towards the end of the year. And as soon as they got eliminated, you know now they're back in the ranges of hey, I can buy this and you know see some margins of profit next year.
0: Yeah, I I agree with I agree with a lot of that, um, and I'd be really interested to see where Herbert's prices would be had he been in Tua's place, because Herbert's prices, the only reason that think makes me think maybe they wouldn't have gone uh, so high through the roof is that Herbert's prices were already kind of high, you yeah. know, um, they were well, like yeah, his, his was,
1: were, for sure, way higher than Tua's, yeah, so they. You know, they had a little room to go down, whereas Tua's were, you know, suppressed because of last year's injuries, yeah. concussions and all that. So there's definitely that was the hesitancy between both of those.
0: But the fact that Tua's didn't get to where Herbert's historically have been and Joe Burrow's have been after the season. Well, he started to get there at the beginning. But then if you remember, they lost the Bills, pretty ugly game in London. And that kind of started... Into the midseason dip. And although Tua never got injured this year, there was then so much focus on well, Tyreek Hills holding up this offense, and it's Mike McDaniel's, you know, zone run scheme and Raheem Mostert scoring so many touchdowns, and Jalen Waddle was banged up there with back injuries and this and that. So it took a lot of focus away from Tua there for I think a good chunk of the season. And, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe if Herbert's there. I mean, obviously, Herbert's got a howitzer for an arm. He's got an arm cannon, you know, and, and uh, Tua doesn't have that. I mean, Herbert could legitimately overthrow Tyreek Hill, m- maybe. Um, but Tua certainly can't. <laughs> Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> eh, you know, he's got – not not everyone can throw at 60, 70 yards, for sure. Uh, but he's a, an example of – You don't need to, you know, His uh, mid range passing accuracy and, and power is ideal for what it needs to be. And uh, clearly as a guy that led the league in passing, uh, it goes to show that, you know, arm strength, isn't the entire equation. You know, Jamarcus Russell had a big arm too, and he didn't do so.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, he, uh, he let the um, the all-you-can-eat buffets and uh <laughs> the the health he, he, and liked, fitness.
1: he liked uh you know robitussin and lean and all that other stuff a little too much
0: yeah and the bottom line was uh, jamarcus russell was not uh part of empower men so true yeah In fact,
1: he was probably uh the opposite of that
0: Good time. Good time to shout them out. I'm still i I'm still grinding. I actually had a new uh, low weigh in just the other day, 207, man. So um, right now, like at 42 pounds down, man. So their their offer is still open, guys. Um, They are a gracious sponsor of the channel. And there's a link in the description below for up to one hundred fifty dollars off. If you want to join their 90 day program, it's it's. um, Money back guaranteed if you don't hit your results. Check it out. Uh, DM me. Uh, we'll get you some more information if you're interested. But um, they will help you accomplish any health, fitness, finance goals that you may have, and really help you optimize and uh, you know achieve your true potential.
1: Yeah, man. And uh, I think it's that much greater that uh, you're doing it yourself and not just. You know trying to push a product like you are a walking example of its proven track record and it's uh it's it's a successful program clearly uh 40 plus pounds in what three months two months
0: yeah the two and a half months yeah the three month mark will be at the end, end of january so um yeah happy to to have been a beta tester of the program i mean it's best program i've ever been a part of man i mean. That's why they guarantee the results. It's it's awesome. So, uh, and then we in fact for any of premium members on the quest, there is a different link that I posted in the Discord server. That that one is actually going to get you two hundred and fifty dollars off their ninety day, day program. So, definitely check that out if you're a premium member and you're thinking about doing it. Use the link in the Discord or send me a private message on any of the the apps, and um, I will hook you guys up um, over there.
1: I think uh, there's definitely a few other things I want to go over, but Andy, I think that one thing we haven't talked about on our show, anyway, is another sponsor of the show that uh, you mentioned on your show with Carter the other day that may come as a surprise to some people. Uh,
0: so yeah, we we got a, we got a couple we got a couple now that we're working with, but we have some really um, big, I, I guess. Um, what, what do you call it? like big? It's it's a big sponsorship, but it's it's important. Like we have like a big event coming up, basically, where we're going to be going to uh, their headquarters, and we're also going to be doing a couple like live appearances with CGC cards or CGC grading. And so that I'm really excited to partner with them. Um, so as part of the No Offseason Sports Card Network, we we are going to be officially. Um, bring it on cgc uh grading and so i'm excited to talk about you know where cgc grading has come from they are backed by the largest paper and coin grading companies in the industry i love their their plastic and their slabs we'll talk more about that but i have um done videos in the past where i've like tried to crack all different major slabs out there and man cgc is a very very good durable plastic so um yeah, and, and their prices when you like compare their prices to other grading companies' prices in the market, it's right there with like an SGC, and so the, they're gaining traction. Uh, if you look at their numbers from GemRate, rate last year, they actually were the second highest um, grading company in terms of like cards submitted to them and graded uh, for the for the year, behind PSA, ahead of uh, ahead of SGC.
1: And another wild fact is, you know, the biggest hobby strike against them from collectors was I don't like how the slab looks, you know. But for those that haven't seen them, you know, they've changed the slab design last year, and much better, much better. I think the old green label uh, needed to go. I think they knew that for a while too. It's just a matter of of changing it. So the new ones look clean, um, you know. If you like the SGC tuxedo black label look this is very comparable to that and uh they are nice and we did do a sub with them last year and uh, i i have that that stack here in my room still they're they're beautiful man so uh, i'm looking forward to doing another one of those and, uh, and also checking their their site out over there
0: yeah uh grading fees as low as 12 dollars per card so a lot more information to come about that literally we just um just kicked that. I mean, we haven't even really kicked it off yet, but um we just signed the paperwork basically. And we're we'll actually be meeting uh tomorrow. I'll be meeting tomorrow with the guys uh over at no off season, Paul Hickey and the gang. Uh, and we'll be working on um the plan to basically kind of launch it more mainstream next week. Um also I'm gonna have Ziggy No on the channel. Ziggy and I will be doing a. Uh, a quick live stream tomorrow at like noon Eastern, like 12 p.m. Eastern. And we're going to get his update on all the breaks. He's been buying into prison breaks like crazy. Twenty, twenty three prison breaks. Uh, so I love his angle, his strategy that he's taken towards it. And I want to see he's been tracking everything to Excel, taking meticulous notes, all the breaks. Yeah, he'll be back on Ziggy's a lot of fun to have on. Um, and we'll get some, we'll get some fun prism takes from him tomorrow afternoon. We got a lot more stuff in the works. I got a, uh, our, our buddy Ryan, him and I have been trying to line our schedules up because he's got, um, a box of absolute and a box of prism. He wants to rip. I'm going to, I got to spin up a, uh, a prism hobby box for all the premium members steve you're interested you're more than welcome to join in I, I think it might fill up quick i don't know uh but that's something that i know a lot of a lot of people want to um rip prism so i will do a, a hobby box break for prism um so yeah this is kind of things off the top of my head right now before we uh we wrap this thing up and uh i hit the hey, uh any other parting shots that that you have steve
1: uh I was just two, two more things I wanted to do real quick. One of them, just uh, of the guys that are left in the divisional playoff round, um, mm-hmm. is there any guys you specifically like and, uh, you know, would consider buying that maybe they're there's still some room to grow on their stuff. And it's a guy that you would even, even hang on to going forward um, out of the guys that are, that are still here.
0: It would be Isaiah likely. On the Baltimore Ravens, man. That guy is a freaking stud. I know I bought a handful of his rookie
1: ticket autos in the past year or two for, like, sub-seven bucks, you know, just because he had those few games where he filled in for Andrews, who's seeming, you know, we don't like to use that term injury-prone, but um, he has been hurt quite a bit. And, you know, who knows if they keep him around long-term with the success that Likely's had, so... Uh, yeah that's that that is a good one um and i think uh rashad white's showing that he's a guy that's not going anywhere rashid rice is showing he's a guy that's not going anywhere
0: she uh, Rice prices are getting up there
1: yeah yeah it may, may be close to too late for jordan love stuff um ravens I, i'm not really big on i i think that other than likely, there's not any, anyone I'm really interested in getting in on there. I think that they go out and get a running back in the offseason, which could be one of these big names. That would be insane if you if they were to get Henry, for example. Um, and then uh, Texans, I mean, I'm still buying Nico if I find a good deal, honestly. Like, I think that guy is like absolute baller. He showed it. Uh, you know, the numbers do not lie, man. He's had some major, major games. Um so that's that on that. The, the last thing I was uh, hoping you would show is like one or two more of those cards from the auction sniper forum, uh, the T Higgins, maybe and the golf. Uh, and actually James posted that black finite Lamar, which is, would be pretty cool to share with people too.
0: Well, that's a really sick gold vinyl. Oh, that's so nice. man. T Higgins, rookie ticket auto $1,500 or best offer. And
1: the cool thing about that card is, you know, yeah, and this is actually probably to your advantage if it's something you're interested in, like, because of the QB situation and injuries, like T. Higgins has not had his best year. However, he's probably going to a team where he will be the number one receiver next year. Uh, So that should entice you because that puts that card at, like, major major uh flip trajectory if he goes to a winning team and he becomes the number one receiver i mean even if he stays with cincy that's probably low for what it should be uh you have to click the stupid uh show original listing i, I hate when it does it you may have to maximize it i'm i'm not sure why it does that let me see if i can pull it up here what the lamar went for
0: Currently sold out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why
1: it does that. We we you might have to run a 130 point on that one. The other ones were loading just fine for me.
0: Mm. There's It was a black finite one of one Lamar Jackson. I'm not surprised. This would be the week to sell it. But I'm I'm guessing that one went for like fifty thousand dollars.
1: Let's see, black finite
0: the jared goff cracked ice rookie ticket auto psa 10 went for 2650 weren't we watching a uh jordan love cracked ice
1: yeah so that that one ended the one we shared at the beginning of the show that ended at 5400 uh but i yeah I, I thought it'd be cool to uh to share the golf because i mean I know we talk about him probably a lot more than other shows do, but for good reason. I mean, here's a guy that was becoming a hobby afterthought just two, three years ago. And just to show you that, uh, you know, just because a guy has like a lull in the middle of his career doesn't, it's not the end of the road uh, necessarily. So this is a guy that now is still in a position to win a Super Bowl here. And this is his second, second opportunity uh, to maybe do so. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I hope everybody has good, good fortune this weekend, man. Uh, great st- steam. St- oh, my god, stream. <laughs> I gotta go to has, bed, been, guys.
1: Uh, his past couple of days of being out and about with the fam. So get some rest,
0: Andy. Yeah, and,
1: uh, good luck in, in our slip and everyone's uh slips this weekend if you're taking uh taking any wagers whatsoever uh best of luck to everyone and uh just remember man there's always next year growing up in chicago that's something we had to deal with so if your team's already out sorry to hear that but there's always next
0: year there you go It's always next year all right we out peace good luck everybody see you tomorrow